back at it like a spasmatic crack addict. It's a local lingua podcast. <laughs> I had that prepared. I hope you know I had that prepared. I've had that prepared I, I tell. since the end of season two. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. The triumphant end of season two. And welcome back, listener, to season three. The dramatic continuance of the local lingua podcast. Uh, season two is way too bombastic and it like, was it was just it was something that we wouldn't want to relive if you paid us um i'm christopher right. collins i'm a man with a microphone and i'm vicente lopez a man without an intro because you already know who it is and we're back <laughs> to fill you in on all the local content you could ask for exactly. uh thank you for welcoming us back to your ears or your car speaker whatever you're listening to <laughs> airpods wait do you have hold on are you like a like an apple guy or more of a no okay so check it out so we're recording this through zoom yes. on Correct. my macbook pro while i'm setting a timer right now nice hold on or stopwatch whichever one okay stopwatch on yes. my uh galaxy note 5g Ooh, so it's like bit of both and yeah i i yeah i it's like i can't fully commit to uh to apple mm -hmm. i don't know what it is like every every time i'm i'm prepared to get a new phone i'm telling i always tell myself like i'm gonna go back to iphone because i the last iphone that i had i think was like the iphone 4 or something like that Ooh, like something ridiculous yeah, that's like a, while a back. long 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 time ago and yeah. um i like how you can customize things with mm -hmm. android but i know that the world uh, including my very own car that I drive uh, yeah. is is more uh, acceptable, more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? More uh, ubiquitous. It's like the ecosystem yes, is with, like everywhere. With, with Macs, with Apple products. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm like an Apple fanboy, I guess you could call mm -hmm. it, but I use yeah. PC for like all my stuff. So it's like, yeah, it's a, it's a bit of both. But uh, speaking of, monopolies you can understand that season two we we had a plan for it but yeah. then uh and kind of like my transitions it just kind of went everywhere right <laughs> and, and that's okay you never know what to expect we uh, exactly we're allowed to take breaks thank you for your understanding so, you know <laughs> life happens especially well, with the i don't know if you checked but did you check how many listens we've gotten like throughout our our kind of our hibernation period or our sabbatical um Dude, i have not personally. we're over 500 listens across all platforms so like we were killing it without promotion yeah uh, without putting out a... new episodes uh -huh. and i still think um our our most popular episode our most downloaded episode was the yeah. uh, was the music game that we played hey that one was a banger though the fans loved it the fans loved uh -huh. it and in season and that's like a two, thousand years. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. Exactly. Numbers. Well, yeah. I mean, season two, um, you got absolutely nothing. You know, we we gave you nothing. We gave you one episode. <laughs> but I mean, no, like thinking back to it, we had big plans for season two. Uh, the yeah. last episode that we had was in person. And we thought that we mm -hmm. were going to be able to work together in person yeah. and and get this uh get get back on this grind and then uh well work happened you know we're we're yeah. back in school now we're we're teaching right. at, at full capacity or mostly full capacity uh you know all masked up as um, much as we can right, all right, vexed right. up and yet uh 
you know, the, the world has kind of taken a, taken a 180. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of like Lion King, you know, how mm-hmm. he says like the elephant graveyard, you can't go near. Like, I oh. feel like we're in the midst of the elephant graveyard. There you go. Still, mm-hmm. like we thought we were not, but now we're back and our and our lion dad is dead for some reason but like yeah it's like you know things change but you gotta go through with it the redemption arc is coming back season three timon and pumbaa we're doing it yeah and i don't know are you getting ptsd at. while being on zoom right now like i'm gonna be completely a honest. little bit i'm getting it's a little, a, a little spooky <laughs> um for, for those that don't know like we like our entire what like last year last yeah. school year was all through zoom Completely. And so it's like PTSD of like looking at the chat, like, oh, hey, is someone like mic off, like screen off? Can you please respond? It's not that I like, exactly. you know, you just want to make sure they're alive. One, like students listening in. But um, yeah, it's a little spooky. But, you know, we'll, we're going to make the most of it. We're for here sure. for you, listener. Absolutely. And we got a couple of things to, to cover as well, far as like our. Oh, let's, yes. let's let's talk about the beginning of school uh, and, and how it's been, you know, uh, yeah. we don't want to make this an education podcast, but as educators right. and as your favorite podcasters, I'm sure you want to know right, right. what we do when we're not partying it up during season two and season three is going to be the honest season. You know, we're just going to it's going to be uncut. It's the director's uh-huh. cut all season long. It's the Christian album out of like the the artist you know how they do like the the, the thrash album oh, and then gotcha. this is like the, the redemption comeback. album is yeah what the it redemption is. The, album yeah we have found forgiveness and safety i like this i like yeah, where you're yeah, going yeah. with this man mm-hmm. so i don't know well i mean i i do know how your school year has been uh to some extent because well one we're officially co-workers again uh which hey. has been fantastic and i think in the drunk episode of season two Oh, uh, the ones that fans <laughs> might hear like little glimpses of throughout uh-huh, season uh-huh. three. I think I should just drop random little bits of that podcast Tidbits. throughout future yeah. episodes, like little glimpses into what our drunk episode was like. Because listener, right. We did a drunk podcast and well, you know what? Leave a comment on the Instagram post where we promote this episode to uh, to let us know if you want us to drop the, the drunk episode because I mean, be- we might we might. To clarify, though, mm-hmm. only one of us was drunk. And it was you. I, it um, was me. And I would argue that it was a great episode. A lot was. of a lot of great content. It was. But it was also, I it guess, was. debatable on whether or not it's like usable <laughs> in a lot of terms. I thought it was great. But that that's because I'm my own biggest fan. It was, just, you it, know, just, it was yeah. definitely uh, it was definitely in an event. But circling back to it. Um, we're officially co-workers again. So um, I'm back at your campus or rather you're yep. back at my campus. And uh... <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sorry. That's like big talk for a traitor. Thank you for coming back, by the way. Much the hazing, appreciated. But the hazing has stopped, luckily. Um, yeah. But things are things are like finally, I feel like from week one to where are we at now? Week seven. This is the start of week seven. I feel like yes. we've gone uphill and it's been an uphill uh-huh. battle and things are starting to kind of like smooth out. Things are kind of starting to uh, to plateau mm-hmm. because um, mm-hmm. I know for me, you know, teaching face to face with now, you know, 18, 20 kids to a class. Yeah. Um was kind of weird and now things are things are starting to kind of normalize and it's it's nice i never knew 
how passionate I was for, uh, for this, uh, for this career field until it was taken away from me last year. So that's how I feel. I feel like things are starting to, to plateau. How are things on your end? What are, what are things like on the other side of the tracks? I think, okay. All right. So I get the, <laughs> the reference. So we teach different school populations. I teach free AP students and Mr. Collins teaches advanced students. But the, the point is, is that like, I feel like it, it, like the students are getting more used to school again. They, they had so much time off either like um, a majority of our students were online only. So it was yeah. like Zoom every day and now they're coming back to it and they're just getting used to I mean, being in person, seeing other people, being in class again, just like interacting yeah. with people on like a one-to-one basis. And then it's just, it's, it's taking some getting used to, Definitely. but thankfully week seven, wait, how many weeks does it take to like form a habit? Uh, effect isn't it like 28 days? So isn't it four weeks? Or a good horror movie. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I think they're finally getting used to it. Yeah. Right um in, in a way that's like uh, appreciable and i could see it in, in a majority of them um there are still some that are acting like i mean yeah way <laughs> like oh, like man. maybe like two years ago in terms of like their development but you know they're, they're getting there they're seeing that their actions have consequences so it's just you know it's all a part of growing up and getting sh- used to being a person again we need to bring up the the tiktok trends that we've been seeing um, oh this yes. is this is awful. And you know what? I had a student comment uh, last week. He was mm-hmm. telling me that he feels too old for TikTok. And I think that's because of like oh. the content that's being like pushed out like now. Like I know, mm-hmm. oh, you know what? That's one of the things that I had on my list that I left back in uh, in the other room is, hey, hey. is are the TikTok challenges and how TikTok um, has like filtered out the devious licks challenge now, right. how they were refused to, you know, participate in and spread that content which i think is uh great and when i say participate i mean spread the content uh and promote the content because man right. like that's like when we were in high school and mm-hmm. please correct me if i'm wrong because i know we've talked about our high school experiences before just very briefly just like little stories but like high school yeah. was fun high school was where your friends were at and you didn't want to spend time at home because your friends weren't at home so you wanted to right. go where all of your friends were at, where, yeah, you were all stuck there. And yeah, it could be, you know, absolutely insanely boring, but you were, you were bored together. You know, you, you had that sense of community and you could make jokes in class with your friends and and bother your teacher that way. Whereas I feel like this generation wants to bother the teacher by not being there. Mm. If that makes sense. I would I don't know I think there's like levels to it It, it's like a variation because like I think looking back we kind of get like the highlight reel of like oh yeah it's like great times with my friends or that food fight or whatever uh but like I don't think I was like 100% the best person in high school I think I was kind of an asshole to be be perfectly frank like no no, okay like not like an outright asshole to either teachers or my friends i just didn't talk to anyone and uh-huh. then i was just kind of like snooty for whatever reason okay okay, uh, okay. i think it's because i was small and just like short i got gotcha. you a short king but in yeah, the yeah. making so i was like a lady <laughs> bloomer so it just it. it didn't work out for anyone yeah um but but in reference to like the the tiktok challenge 
challenge is, right? Devious likes. I don't know if we explained it. Uh, no, we haven't but, explained like, it yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like um, where students they'll they'll go in, and it started out small. They'll they'll go into either the restroom or, or somewhere in their school, and they'll take an item. And it started off with like, oh, I took the soap dispenser, ah ha ha, yeah. and then it turned into I took the automatic paper towel dispenser to like mm-hmm. I took the hinges off the doors oh. of the school bathroom and like to be perfectly honest like I, I would see them and I think like okay it's pretty funny it's pretty good <laughs> like to, to walk into a restroom and like there's just nothing there it's like uh that that's a good do I think it's like horrendous and terrible for like the general populace absolutely but did I laugh when I first there's a saw part them? of you that laughs also, absolutely there's a part of you that wants to watch the world burn. I don't get it though. Like I don't get that. I get trolling. I understand right. that. And I think this right. is obviously a form of trolling, right? Oh, like, yeah, this absolutely. is trolling to like the extreme. Like if trolling hit the gym every day for like five years uh, and was doing like two a days and yeah. just completely got jacked. Uh, but I don't understand. Like you film yourself committing these crimes and yeah like the way i the way i uh you know play it out with with my students is uh they're charging rappers with felonies because of their own lyrics like they're using their lyrics as evidence against them and yet they don't think that these videos will be used against them like when they get caught especially if the social media platform that you're using to film these is against you like there's no there's nowhere to go I mean, yeah, you're, you're going to hit that brick wall eventually. Some of these kids are, are smart about it, though. Like, yes, yeah. you have the the ones that are like, oh, look, it's me. And then they'll fill themselves. But then there's the others that like use gloves, use like uh, oh. like not not fake accounts, but like they'll just mm-hmm. make like a dummy account and okay, then they'll gotcha. upload it there and just say like, oh, this is the high school I did this at. and they'll get the rep but it'll be like anonymous or whatever and so like it it started spiraling it is the point like it started at one place and then it ended in just like you know like uh what is it called when you mess stuff up and like you get charged for it why am i blinking on the word Uh, the thing it's a criminal offense you you mess stuff up and it's like oh you get charged because like things are not working properly uh, English I don't. I don't know. That's law enforcement. Flesh. I don't. I'm not required yeah. to know that. No, 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 no. Destruction of property. Jesus. Okay. Okay. So yeah. So it turned into like destruction of property, and then mm-hmm. I would actually see TikToks of like principals getting upset over the intercom at students in general, like just saying like we will find you and prosecute you to the furthest extent of the law, yeah. or saying like maybe you should get another challenge of like actually picking up your grades <laughs> notes you needed. I'm like, oh man, like it just started turning nefarious on both sides. Yeah. Um but I just think, you know, I guess it is trolling to an extent. And yes, it's kind of funny when, when people take stuff. But I think like the trends are going to end. And if not already ending, I think it's like in the process of whittling out and we'll see what the next horrendous thing is. (laughs) I I think the reason why I can't like laugh at it, though, because I get it. Like I get the the spirit behind it. What I don't like is like how it's impacting like our population, like the ones that want to hang out, because like we we talk about, you know, what's what's happening at our school they've closed all of the restrooms upstairs and like there are my there are my students that 
you know, we'll, we'll act up in class, but I don't feel like they'll go to that degree of things because they know mm-hmm. what will happen if they get caught, not only with the law, but of course, like at home. Uh, yeah. And they just look miserable, you know? So like, I always give my, my students a heads up, like, Hey, you know, like um, this is what happened. This is what was said in, in one of our meetings. So just like, if you have friends that are participating in these things, like tell them to be prepared. Cause it's, it's, it's going to get rough. Like it's, it's yeah. going to get really, really rough. So I don't know. It's just the consequence of like, yeah, it's not great for like just the majority, right? Mm-hmm. Like the consequence of my student being constipated, be like, sir, like I have to walk all the way downstairs to, to go to the restroom. <laughs> exactly. And he's like, I can't do it. Like I'm, it's too much. So it's just like, yeah, in the moment, funny, but in the whole, you're, you're hurting the entire populace and stuff. But there is like light at the end of the tunnel though. There is another TikTok trend. I forget what the name of it is exactly, but okay. they're like, sprucing up restrooms like i'm talking like oh, playing nice. smooth jazz and having like newspapers <laughs> in the stalls and like febreze or like they'll bring soap like dawn dish soap and like put it <laughs> like there or like lotion that's a challenge um, i can get behind that's awesome yeah, yeah yeah i forget what it what it's called but like it's of course in the sake of comedy and i think that's what it all boils down to is to, like yeah. the majority what they believe the comedy to be because otherwise they wouldn't give it attention right yeah um so I don't know. Hopefully they find something else less nefarious, funny, yeah. but it's, you know, time will tell. Time will tell. Speaking of nefarious, um, this whole Drake versus Kanye beef. Uh, did I do it? Did I do a Vicente He's done transition? It. He's done it. I've, I tried. I tried. I really tried. I was looking, looking for that in Beautiful. Um, this five. Kanye versus Drake beef. Um, I don't know if we want to hit the topic that hard. Cause I feel like it's, it's already kind of, um played itself out i don't think Mm -hmm. there's anything that's um i don't think anything else is going to come of it i think both artists have accepted uh, you know their their chart positions and album sales and everything but Mm -hmm. um i guess like hitting the highlights um tell me what you thought of clb and donda tell me which one you liked more and then did you hear the track that drake released with kanye and andre 3000 I okay, so I didn't actually hear that track. Okay. Um, I know it was released, and the fact that Andre 3000 was on it is like insane because he's super good. I honestly just didn't like care (laughs) too much to go and listen to it. Like, I still want to, but at the time I was like, oh, neat. And then it's like, oh, let me go to my job. So it was like, it was, it was a lot. But, um, in terms of like both album releases, like, Mm -hmm. I feel like in my mind, they are two separate entities, right? Okay. Like Drake and Connie do completely different things in my yeah. mind. So like I have people ask me like, oh, who do you think is better, Drake or Kanye? And then that that same division kind of comes down where it's like, I okay. don't, I think they're in their own lane. Okay. But the fact that they're beefing with each other is hilarious. Because yes. it's like, on, on the one hand, it's like, okay, yes, like one can do something better than the other. And okay, to, to verify the point, I personally like Donda better. Okay. I think it's a better project. Yeah. But also these are like millionaires that are fighting with money and, uh, <laughs> and being yeah. petty. Oh, so one's a billionaire. Like, you got to keep in mind that one is a billionaire. Which one? Kanye. Kanye? Well, Kanye okay. Is, but he's, he's got I mean, divorced maybe. So like that could be several million off. And then he's also got lawsuits and stuff. But well, point being, like, it's just like... <laughs> It boils down to people with money fighting over the fact that, like, yeah, they're just not doing as much numbers 
as they used to. Well, that that wasn't completely it, though, behind the beef. Part of the beef was that Drake was dropping hints that he had kind of uh, meddled around with uh, Kim. That was part of the thing. And they used to be, from what I know, they used to be really tight knit. And then uh, Drake started pulling punches first uh, because he was just dropping these lyrics about how, um, you know, he probably messed around with Kim. But of course, he wasn't going to like outright say it kind of like how Kendrick and what was it? Good Kid, Mad City kind of confessed to murder but yet did not confess to murder right it's the same like same tactics were used same there or similar. Yeah. Yeah, exactly but with uh with drake uh on sicko mode that's the most evident thing that pops up in my mind where he says uh checks over stripes that wasn't a jab at adidas like that was his jab at kanye because kanye is adidas at this point like let's just put that out there right yeah And I was listening to another podcast where they were saying how Kanye had the opportunity, like this is a little side tangent, but Kanye uh, was in serious talks with Puma uh, to start releasing shoes after he, after he left Nike. And so it could have been this debate of which is better Nike or Puma. But the only reason why it's Nike versus Adidas right now is because Kanye has really like revitalized that brand and is seriously carrying it. But to like circle back to the point and make sure that make sure that we you know play this topic out fully uh i agree with you donda is the better album um clb has uh has some cuts on it that i really like anytime you put drake and future together i absolutely yeah. love it because i think i've stated on this podcast before that i do really love future as an artist like i think he's just a great trap rapper i don't think he's one of the best mm. rappers of all time but i really think he's fun to listen to yeah um but even then, like there are moments in CLB, which we have to talk about it um, way too sexy is like, <laughs> you remember how everybody was giving shit to Chance the Rapper about how yeah. he was using the lines or like talking about how much he loved his wife. And like, it was really right. evident from his last oh album that he really Lord. loves his wife. Have you seen that thing? It was like uh, some guy on Twitter or, or something. I think it was a TikTok at the time, but he's like, uh-huh. oh, I'm, I'm doing Chance the Rapper. And then he's just like, I love my wife. I love my wife. <laughs> <laughs> like that, he made like a whole like little song about Chance. Yeah. And so, I mean, yeah, they were, uh, what happened, and, I guess. And, it's, like, and it was yes. also, uh, who else got like, uh, got some flack for doing something? Oh, Logic. Logic, his entire yeah. rap career has talked about, mm-hmm. you know, the fact that he's biracial and he wants everyone to, you know, accept it and get over it. And we're like, Hey, you know, we, we get it. We understood uh-huh. you the first time, but he just keeps, keeps, you know, pushing, pushing that envelope and pushing that message. Right. Whole point. Like that song should not exist. Like whoever was like outside of the booth, like, you know, and whoever hit the record button should really feel shame every night as they lay in bed. Cause that has to be one of the worst songs I think I've ever heard in my life. And young For thug what? is He's on actually- it. Yes. And young yes. thug is yeah. on it. And Young Thug is about to release a rock album, which I'm super pumped for because I do like Young Thug. But like, yeah. like, please tell me that that song is a giant troll. Like no one actually takes that song seriously. I think what it was made for uh-huh. was not for radio play. Like, okay. yes, it's getting radio play. But what I think it was made for and like what Drake actually does really well is gearing stuff towards like social media in particular. Yeah. There are when it was released, there are so many and still so many TikToks that are made using that audio 
Yeah. And so it just boosts listens for people like wanting to find that. So it's yeah, like, very I feel like that's Drake's kind of like niche shit that makes sense, right? Okay. Like, yes, appealing to, to people more on like a social media scale mm-hmm. as opposed to something like Donda, which yes. is more so like its own almost theatrical release exactly. with, you know, different set pieces and shows and like you know the the whole like countdown and all the different you know venues that he sold out and the drama yeah. behind it getting this rapper on this rapper off so i think like it it's boiling at least for me back down to the point they, they each do their own thing very well yes um but my preference is towards donda just because i i appreciate it a bit more yeah and i think like uh certified lover boy just reused a lot of the same sounds that drake does like nothing really sounded different yes and the fact that different rappers have been recently jumping off of uh drake's beats on certified lover boy mm-hmm. and rapping over it freddie gibbs and even j cole recently yeah. releasing a, a remix of sorts and even though drake says like i think it was like at a show recently drake talked to j cole like on the stage and was saying like yo i appreciate you you're one of the best rappers around i think he's just trying to save face because honestly the album like as a whole yes does well towards social media but it's kind of wet fart in my opinion exactly like he stayed in his own territory meanwhile kanye is exploring like this religious rap yet no cursing kind of territory that i heard that he had chris brown on donda kanye had chris brown on donda and really took him off uh because of some language that kanye didn't approve of and yeah, there was a there was this um semi viral post from Chris Brown uh, mm-hmm. about how Kanye is a whole asshole. Is is what I believe Chris Brown said. <laughs> Wasn't it uh, also Soldier Boy that was supposed to be on it too, and he was pissed as hell that he was left off, and like was calling Kanye a bitch, and then also like just <laughs> like it was a whole thing. And that's the thing, like these albums, right? Like with with Kanye and. uh drake it's no longer like a singular experience it's no longer a let's sit down and listen to the songs track to track you get like everything you get the whole like drama behind it the beef between the rappers like the the unreleased songs and the show yeah yeah it's evolved into much more of a like i'm gonna sit down for like an hour or maybe even two for what donda right like it was about that Donda, and it's more so let me follow the news let me follow these people and yeah, it's just insane how much it's changed. Uh, one last comment about both albums. Uh, you yeah. know, we, we've agreed that in, in our circle, when it comes to local lingua, local lingua supports Donda over CLB. Uh, right. Both albums have uh, an absolutely incredible verse from Jay-Z. Um, yes. And that just makes me wonder, are we on the eve? Are we on the precipice of a potential new Hove album? Because... I'm not going to sit here and act like I've listened to Jay-Z for years and years and years. But months ago, uh, during the quarantine, I would go for these runs and um, I would run like five, six miles and I would listen. I would just binge Jay-Z albums. And I have to tell you, there's not a single song that I played on any album that I listened to that I was not a fan of. Like that man is gifted. 
solid. Yeah. And all around. Yeah. He, he ventures out into, you know, these new sounds and he's always working with new producers. And um, I have to go on record of saying like putting it out on wax that 99 problems produced by Rick Rubin is one of my favorite songs of all time. Like if I had to create a list, my 10 favorite songs of all time, 99 problems by Jay-Z has to be on there. Like fantastic. Song. Yeah. Fantastic absolutely. Song. As far oh. as like, Oh, go for it. Go for it. No, no, go, go. Like as far as him making another project though, yeah. I legitimately don't think he has to. No, you know he doesn't I mean? have to. You're like right. I feel like his his time to prove anything, like he's already proven it with his entire discography. Exactly. And I like, you know, in, in terms of like his current ventures, I, I honestly don't know what he's up to to be to be quite frank. But being a billionaire. In, in of, exactly. Yeah, just chilling and enjoying. Being life, married I to Beyonce. Yeah, being married to Beyonce, no matter how like you know tumultuous that was for a little bit, <laughs> like it just he has nothing to prove, right? Because exactly. he's already done it all. So I think like what he's doing now, which is like features on big projects, is probably the extent of what we're gonna see. Like, yes, it'd be insane if we did get a whole album, album, but he by no means needs to, and I don't think wants to. I'm calling it right now. There's gonna be a new Hove album in 2022. Because I think when you reach that status, you're absolutely correct. He's kind of, um, he has cemented himself as one of the greats. So I take back yeah. the kind of, he is not kind of cemented. He has cemented himself as yeah. one of the greatest rappers, one of the greatest mm-hmm. MCs of all time. But I'm calling it right now. He's releasing an album in 2022, maybe early 2023, just to remind us that he is still mm-hmm. there. And I think that that's, that's what you do when you reach that level of uh, level of fame. Now, kind of transitioning here Kendrick has announced that he is like preparing or or still in the midst of his final TDE release right Kendrick yeah. if you think about it doesn't really have to release any albums either I mean if he mm. really doesn't want to uh yeah. good kid mad city is you know probably the most staple album to pimp a butterfly I know that there's that argument of which one is better I refuse to participate in that argument I think yeah. they're apples and oranges. The point is, is they both came from the same person and both yeah. sounds are immaculate. Uh, Tremendous and, in their own right. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and both, yeah. Like what, what you're saying, he, he doesn't need to release a new project. Mm-hmm. And I saw this argument about like what Kendrick is going to do with this new project okay. because of like the sounds that we're hearing off of uh, the Kendrick features that have come out recently on Baby Keem's album. Yeah. Um, I'm forgetting the name if it's something blue, but uh, it, it's nothing like, or yes, it is Kendrick in terms of his lyricism, but I mean, have you heard Range Brothers and uh, Family Ties? I have. I've listened to both. Um, those are the songs that I pay attention to the most just because Kendrick is my favorite rapper at this current moment in yeah. time. Uh, and I love how he takes these sabbaticals, as you said earlier, you know, we were taking a sabbatical Kendrick takes these sabbaticals. Um, and I feel like the most prominent people in their fields take sabbaticals, uh, i.e. Dave Chappelle will take a sabbatical, um, Kendrick, everyone has been calling on Kendrick to talk about the social, political, and racial issues that are happening in this country. But, um, you, you had some comments. You told me you wanted to talk about these. And I'm interested Ooh. to hear on what you want to talk about. Yeah. As as okay. Super quick. Uh, one thing was that um, I guess like leading up to this, mm-hmm. right? 
Uh, people were talking about, oh, what's Kendrick going to do? What, what is he going to reinvent or re-envision? Because that's what a lot of his projects did, right? Yeah. Uh, Good Kid, Mad City. Uh, just revitalizing that specific era of like his younger life and just the trials and tribulations of someone in, in America. Uh, and then uh, to Pippa Butterfly talking about his own issues rising with fame. And then he also had Damn, which kind of further explored that. Absolutely. Uh, and all artistically different and then you know showing his his prowess in each of those lanes and now he has nothing to prove and uh well, there's the argument to add a layer of that just real quick he yeah, also yeah. did the black panther soundtrack which yes. proved that he could do a movie score uh yeah. or movie soundtrack well i mean mm -hmm. they used it as the score inside the movie as well they used bits and yeah. pieces of it to to just further prove his capability as an artist so continue i'm sorry no 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 excellent point and for it to also be insane like i don't know how many movie soundtracks you listen to but that's on my like workout playlist for like running and stuff like it's <laughs> hype it is good yeah. no you're absolutely and so one of the things that people are saying is like now kendrick has nothing to prove so now he can just be goofy as shit yeah. and still do well like uh what <laughs> what was it uh, top of the morning, the top of the Ranger morning. brothers, yeah, right. Like he he did an excellent rap before that, and then the mm -hmm. transition hits, and then just like I I was laughing my ass off the yeah. morning that that Range Brothers released, and I was listening to it, and I laughed, and I showed my wife, I'm like, hey, you need to listen to this, and she <laughs> hated it because it's offbeat. Let's hmm. top of the morning, 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 top of the morning. Hold on. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's hmm. Yeah. Terribly aspirated. Yes. <laughs> like just so ridiculous. But I think it is some of the hyper shit. And I, I love it. I absolutely love it. What, what did you think of like those I, two songs in particular? I, I'm going to kind of like steal or I should not say steal. I'm going to cite some of the things that um, Fantano said uh, that Anthony Fantano music reviewer on on YouTube. Yeah, um, shout out to all people has uh has said um and that is kendrick is so prominent in in hip-hop and rap right now um and has been for so many years at this point that he doesn't have to go in 100 with every single verse and like you said he's yeah. he's allowed to kind of be silly and allowed to kind mm -hmm. of be off and i feel like when you've reached his level of fame and his level of skill uh, you're you're free to kind of play around with some things and acknowledge that not everything is going to be gold like not everything is going to be platinum um right we have to also take into account that this is his cousin's album i had no idea yes. that they were related yeah. uh that this is his cousin's album so he's gonna bring harder material i'm sure because obviously they're family and keem is on tde right i'm not sure i believe actually. he i think he is. probably is he probably yeah. is like let's just say it's a safe bet that keem is on tde as well top dog entertainment as well yeah um but i i liked it i like seeing kendrick try these new things i liked in damn when we heard him like sing and is the song called god where he says this is what god feels like yeah yeah or something like that and um uh -huh. I like seeing him venture into this new territory as far as um, where things go with him now. Uh, well, hold on real quick to kind of circle back to it. The other feature, though, because I can't recall both off the top of my head, the other feature family ties. Family that was ties, a little yeah. bit more like Kendrick and his element, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, but then it like it was 
I guess, harkening back to older albums. But then mm-hmm. it's sort of like his delivery slowly devolved into like amazing brother <laughs> and like yeah. like a hard R, but not like, you know, like in terms uh-huh. of like his pronunciation, like almost like a country, like yeah. or like Midwestern accent. And people were like, kind of like, what are you doing? But also we have to remember, like he's he's hanging out with his cousin on this album, right? Exactly. So like, I don't know if you have any cousins that, that you hang out with. But like when, when me and my cousins hang out with, we just get like goofy, like laughing at the dumbest shit possible. Like uh, when yeah. my cousins and I were in, in Universal, we were just menaces. Like I would hate to be around us if I was like in the crowd because we were just laughing at the dumbest shit. Like, ooh, Hermione. And then it's like pointing at stuff. Like it's just whatever is funny is funny in the moment. Exactly. And I think that this like these two songs kind of speak to that. Like we can, yes, do what we do best in terms of like our delivery and stuff, but we can mm-hmm. also goof off and still make it sound good. Exactly. It's, can, can we, can we agree that this is like Con- or Kanye? This is just Kendrick just having fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think this is him is. In, in pure form, just having fun, realizing that, you know, I, I don't have anything to prove and I'm just, I'm, I'm gunning for it. I like, exactly. I'm, I'm looking at the lyrics of family ties right now. Um, mm-hmm. I really, really like, um, the these lines um i've been ducking the pandemic i've been ducking the social gimmicks obviously he's been silent forever i've been ducking the overnight activists like that's him talking about or referring to the people that have been wanting him to speak up and then he hits us with i'm not a trending topic i'm a prophet yes i am a legacy i come from the 70 the al green offspring guns and the melody like even though like the first feature on range brothers might not be what everyone wants. He sprinkles in what we do want, which will keep the listeners thirsty for more. Yeah. That's a reference to uh, swimming pools. Exactly. There you (laughs) go. Dude, I'm trying your transitions, man. And I got to admit they're a little addicting. I'm going to keep letting them be your thing, man. No, 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 no. It's, it's all, you know, it's a two way street. (laughs) My guy, local (laughs) lingua. I'm the, Go ahead, Lingo, try, you're the try. local there you Absolutely. go yeah so doing it um so, just some <laughs> uh, just some other notable releases um i i have to plug it because they're they've been my all-time favorite band for well since like 2006 2007 angels and airwaves released a new album called life forms and um as odd as tom DeLong can be sometimes uh he has been um one of the the major voices in in the world accepting ufos now uh and he's uh he's been exposing ufos and uh like other intelligent life being on earth for a while so i give him props there but he finally got back to music which is what i know him for and uh, life forms is all around just like a good album you know I actually have a funny like side tangent real quick. This is how I Go am with, with Angels and Airwaves. So we have a permanent sub at our school and he was across the hallway from me for um, a few weeks before they moved him to do something else. I don't know what he's doing, but I've seen him on campus right. still. 
So I walk in one morning and I leave my door open as I'm preparing the classroom and stuff. And I hear angels and airwaves across the hallway. And obviously my ears just like pick up on the sound and I light yeah. up and I'm like, yes, like finally, like there's an angels and airwaves fan side tangent in my side tangent. There was a customer at Starbucks who had the, we don't need to whisper album cover tattooed mm-hmm. on her. And I have that album cover tattooed on me. And I like freaked out when that happened because Angels and Airwaves is a very popular band because Tom DeLonge was in Blink-182 and all that stuff. Like, that's how I get. Like, when I see that somebody listens to Angels and Airwaves, I, you know, I freak out. So I freak out on this guy. Jumping back to it. I freak out on this guy. And I'm like, hey, man, like, you're listening to Angels and Airwaves. And he's like, yeah, like, I really like their stuff. I was like, oh, do you like We Don't Need to Whisper? And he's like, oh, is that the album cover with the guy on the moon? And I'm just like, hmm, yeah. Like, nah, <laughs> that ain't it, Chief. Mm-mm. Like, I thought you were a fan. Like, oh, gotcha. So I went back <laughs> in my classroom and I shut the door. I didn't talk to him the rest of the day, man. Like, that really pissed me off. That's how oh, I am with Angels and Airwaves. This album, I like, it's good. I would give it like a six out of 10. Um, Which one are we talking about? Life Forms, the new one. Okay. Obviously, the first That's one good. is golden in my standard. Like, it's just, it's untouchable. I have the album mm-hmm. cover tattooed on me. Like, there's no way. Right. Like that, I would give it anything less than a perfect score. Um, still to this day, 15 years after its original re- release in 2006. But um, that one, Life Forms is out from Angels and Airwaves. Uh, G Easy has an album called uh, These Things Happen Too. Now, what I think mm-hmm. is really interesting about G Easy is that he has changed up his sound quite a bit. Like he had this whole like auto tuned singing rap kind of phase that he went through. Right. And what I knew G Easy for was, um, and I'm debating on saying the line. Um, I saw G Easy at a festival down here. Uh, never, never say never was the name of the music festival. Have we talked okay. about it on the pod before? I don't know, and to be no? honest, I'm not like too familiar with G Easy, but yeah, okay. So check it out. Like out. white white rapper gets on stage. I remember he was wearing like a Hawaiian shirt. It was opened. He has like his uh his white tee underneath. Mm-hmm. Um, comes out in like Ray Bans, skinny jeans, real tall, lanky guy. And like yeah. me and my friends were waiting for the next artist. He starts rapping, and we're like, oh, you know, like at the time I really liked rap, but obviously, like I like more like hard rock, hardcore stuff like that. Right. Um, and he says a line. He says, uh, "What's what's the exact line?" Um, each and every night, I have the wildest adventures. He says, like, and uh, if you have kids listening, you might want to, uh, you know. Uh, earmuffs now each and every night i have the wildest adventures like fingering your sister until my fucking wrist hurts and i swear to god everyone everyone in the crowd went insane they were just like holy (laughs) shit like because it was just the like the beat cut and then he says it by himself so he's completely acapella and we're just like oh my god like and then everyone was hooked basically his sound originated with like this kind of like 50s like he would rap over these 50s beats like he rapped uh-huh. over Janis Joplin's Mercedes-Benz song um he did the whole um what is it run around sue song as well uh and he's he's morphed then he went into like this hipster phase and I liked huh. hipster G easy because it, it was the, these kind of like lo-fi, very atmospheric beats. And uh, that was on an album called these things happen. 
well, this is these things happen too. not the number two, but comma T double O. And it's a continuation of this album. And I have to say, I like it because in the first track, he acknowledges, hey, I went through that phase where I was doing this whole auto tune singing rap thing. And I acknowledged that it was not for you. It was for me. And I was like, I, I respect that. Like, I <laughs> think it's cool. Yeah, he yeah. said that it's not for everybody. And he's just going in. He's got a song with Demi Lovato that I haven't listened to, but I know it's out there on the airwaves right now. Um, he's he's just, I feel like he's back in full form. I don't think he's one of the greats. I don't think he ever will be, but I think he's fun to listen to. Yeah. Uh, but those are, those are two of nice. my notable releases. What do you got? What are you listening to? Oh man, on the spot. Uh, give me a second. No, nah, dude, that's looking fine. at my most recent releases. Uh, a couple of things. Okay, before Go, I actually get into my music, yes, I please. have a question for you. Yeah, because yeah. I was curious. Because there's a line, and I know we're circling back. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you know, that's just that's how teachers are. We always circle back to stuff. Uh, there was a specific lyric on the Baby Keem. Okay, I got it. Uh, song. And I yes. want to know your opinion on what it means. The, the song lyric says. Uh, whipping rubber bands off the meatloaf. Oh, can you tell me what <laughs> being this right now mean? Yeah, whipping yeah. rubber Whip- bands off the meatloaf. Yes. Um, okay, so there are two things that you put rubber bands around in this world, correct? Um, so it's money or drugs. Um, uh-huh. I'm gonna guess it's money. He's okay. taking rubber bands off of his money. Like he's got stacks and stacks. So he's just, he's taking the whip, whipping rubber bands. Or I think it was actually on the meatloaf. I'm going to be honest with you. Oh, whipping rubber bands. See, that would make a lot more sense now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So now you're putting rubber bands on the meatloaf. Right. I'm going to say, on okay, the meatloaf. here's my interpretation. Ready? Okay, okay, okay. As an English teacher. Right. Okay. Right, right. Meatloaf <laughs> is sustenance. <laughs> Meatloaf is sustenance. Right. It's food. It's it's hearty. It's mm-hmm. thick. He's putting rubber bands on his money. His money is his sustenance, and he's got quite a bit of it. It's hearty. Oh. Like it's yeah. There you go. That's yeah. my interpretation yeah, yeah, yeah. as an English teacher. Do oh, you know like okay. the real meaning of this, or you're just no one my... knows? Okay. To be honest, like my, my my wife and I heard the lyric, and we we're like, "What in the world is he talking about?" Yeah, no, he absolutely. searched up online, and the only thing we could find is like people also asking the same question: "What in the world does that mean?" <laughs> I am betting that yeah. he's talking about his genitalia, that he's wrapping it up, that he's making sure he doesn't get any oh STDs, and it's his meatloaf. See, you know okay, mean? see, yeah. Here's the thing. Now I'm I'm agreeing with you, right? Because like you originally meatloaf. told me it was off. Now you're that telling is my me mistake. it's on, right. and now it makes sense. I right. take back my my analysis. Uh, I retract mm-hmm. my analysis, and I now do I'm like siding the with you because technically his moneymaker could be his meatloaf as well. You know, gotcha. what I'm saying. We're earning the explicit tag on this one. I was just curious <laughs> just to let you know. But yeah, we, we were just wondering if you knew if you had any like direct connection to maybe him. But if not, it's all good. You know, that's my theory. I love it. If you I could think tell we should us, do this. I think this, this should be a segment. Yeah, yeah. This should be a segment yeah, yeah. where we take these obscure rap lines and we analyze Perfect. them under a uh, or through an English teacher microscope. I think Perfect. we should do this. Yeah. I think it would be wonderful and the personification yeah. of the meatloaf yeah perfect perfect i'm so i'm so down yeah 
Let's do it. I will, we'll look for some for the next time. But if you could, people, listeners, like, let us know. What do you think? I, I need to find out. Uh, in terms of what I'm listening to, like, super quick, I've been getting yeah. a little bit into Paris, Texas. Uh, IDK released a new album. Uh, I've been delving into that a little bit. And I've also been listening to, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but it's Genesis O-W-U-S-U. Bucky and I always saw your ass as a hindrance And you saw me as a target bug Wait, could this be true? I don't need you I don't need you Oh, wait, wait This is true I don't like you I don't like you oh. Okay it, It's like a weird album It's kind of like pop alternative rap and it's just like it's it's wacky and i'm okay. liking it it's called uh smiling with no teeth so if you're into like listening to some weird ass stuff that sounds good yeah check that out here you go perfect all right but we're we're keeping the ball rolling that's enough for music for now we're transitioning over to uh video games more so like a yeah. more familiar realm for me i know that you've been checking out something new dude i do not get excited about video games like you know this this is your territory but i have to tell you that friday nights my wife and i we order chick-fil-a and then we fall asleep that's our routine that's our ritual that's those are our friday nights and so i'm looking through the playstation store because i was falling asleep i took a shower i woke up i had a lot more energy afterwards and i'm looking through the playstation store um, I actually, I lied. Yeah. I'm not even looking through it because you, oh, you click on the PlayStation store and like Diablo two is advertised Diablo yeah. two. And I go way, way, way back, back to 2001 when it was originally released. Uh, I was living in Georgia at the time and I had this friend, uh, Zach Gruka, Zachary Gruka was his name. And he had a computer that was not a piece of garbage like mine. My my computer was so filled with my dad's work files uh, and it would genuinely work files. Okay, Uh, that I could not use it to play games (laughs) at all. Uh, But he had a computer and he brings home Diablo, Two. Now, the thing is, is he's very Catholic. So he had to make the argument with his mom. And I still remember his argument to this day was you have to fight the devil. And his mom was like, "Okay, cool. Like she yeah, signed off yeah. on it. Like you're allowed he's to battling demons. Yeah. He's, he's doing the Lord's work. Exactly. 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 <laughs> so he, he, uh, he calls me one day and he's like, Hey, have your mom bring me over. Like I'm like seven years old. Like when this, when this game came out, like six or seven years old. Yeah. That's very true. Exactly. We were super young when this game came out. You're freaking me the fuck out, man. Yes, okay, dude. continue. Jesus. So we're playing, <laughs> like, we're playing the game, or rather, I'm watching him play. And then I remember mm-hmm. this moment. I'm an only child, right? I remember this moment. He's like, Hey, do you want to, do you want to, like, do you want to play? Like, you want to start, like, a whole new campaign? And I'm like, Are you sure? And he's like, Yeah. So I started playing, and I don't know what it was about the game. But it's so addicting. Like, it's so much fun. Yeah. I think it's like, there's yeah. just so much to do. And like, mm-hmm. the characters are, what's what's the classification? What's the genre of this game? I don't even know what the it's genre like is. It's like an isometric dungeon, craw- dungeon crawler where you choose a class. It's kind of like an RPG. You develop your character, you develop yeah. skills, and then you go through different dungeons just beating the fuck out of things and collecting loot, getting better loot, getting better bosses. Like, it's just like, it's a never-ending grind, but it's like a ton of fun my god yeah 
I played it for, I played it, it finally installed because before we started filming, you realized how slow my fucking internet is. It hey. installed after about an hour. Uh, and then uh, I played it until 4 a.m. And I played it yesterday <laughs> while my wife and my son were taking a nap. And uh, I would be playing it right now if we were not doing this podcast. Like That's I cool. am involved yeah. in this game. I'm willing to put in work. I'm an assassin right now. I'm a level nine assassin. I'm going back. I'm leveling up. I'm taking my time through it. And it's super fun. Yeah. Yeah. I love it's it. Such a good series. Yes. I was uh, introduced yes. to it. Diablo three, like okay. way past when it released. Mm -hmm. Like I'm talking like what my early twenties is when like I started getting into it. I'm saying, okay, I'm like, but yeah, point, point being like early, We're still early 20s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out to 27. You, you feel the, <laughs> the bones creaking a little bit. Um, so what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, so like I, I was introduced to it and it just seemed like mindless fun, but like in the best way, because you can you can turn the difficulty slider however you want. So you can just be like, you know, a demigod and just run through everything or make it challenging to where you have to like actually plan and, and adjust your skills, but you can change it at whenever time. So if yeah. you're having a tough time, you're like, oh, this kind of sucks, you could just change it and it's it's genuinely fun to go through with with either yourself or with other people because i know uh this one diablo 2 has up to eight player co-op yes oh unfortunately it's not class cross platform yet they're uh -huh. talking about doing Ooh. that later so like you and i technically could play it eventually right yes. which would be insane yes but yeah it's it's just a sick game to play I I love it. Now you know a little bit more about Blizzard Entertainment, uh, the company behind Diablo than I do, and they've been involved um, in a little bit of a scandal, yeah. from what I've heard. Uh -huh. I watch Philip DeFranco um, routinely, and uh, yeah. I remember him talking about it. But you're you're gonna give me the deets about uh, gotcha, about what's gotcha. been happening. Okay, first, what's going on, you beautiful bastards? Uh, second, <laughs> uh, <laughs> a shout out to Philly D. I okay I'm side tangent I personally don't watch him like whatever yeah. like whatsoever I only ever hear about stuff because my wife watches him almost like religiously so mm -hmm. I'll I'll hear the tidbits of information from the sidelines or, or like I'll read articles but then I'll hear him talk about it I'm like okay yeah it's important so <laughs> if he's covering it it's obviously important yeah and, and the issue that Blizzard is facing as a company is that a lot of the internal like communications between uh upper management and their staffing uh borders on like like severe hazing a lot of misogyny a lot of like trying to cover up yeah. these cases where they would either like just discrimination like heinous words uh just like like terrible things to to all levels of employment but particularly towards um women in the company yeah. Right. To the point where I believe I think the, the thing that started this all off is that one of the employees had committed suicide Jesus. over like things yeah. that were said within the internal company. And that, that not that they tried to cover that up, yeah. but they tried to cover up the trail that led up to like the accusations or just like the things that people said in internal emails, messages and stuff that kind of snowballed into this. So I guess the question is. When it comes to supporting a company that's so like iconic, like Blizzard, right? Not everyone in the company is a terrible person. Exactly. But at what point should we separate 
the, the beautiful art that is something like Diablo 2 or like World of Warcraft, if you're into that, yeah. as opposed to the, you know, I, I don't even know how you'd call it, like the abomination that is like the upper levels of management. Exactly. Blizzard, that yes, they're talking like, oh, we will reform, but that's kind of like giving themselves a slap on the wrist and the the continued option to just print money because they make yeah. such good games. Absolutely. Like, what do you do as a consumer for that? dude like that's i mean that's one of the biggest issues um in the world no is just corruption and i feel like the higher like you mentioned um the, the higher you go up the chain uh the more yeah. um you try to unlock locked doors uh and yeah. those doors are locked for a reason uh it reminds me and correct me if i'm you know uh trying to make a connection that doesn't exist Mm -hmm. um i see a correlation between this and everything that happened with harvey weinstein you're not gonna not yeah. watch you know a movie that was backed by him or that was supported by him uh because mm -hmm. it's like hoodwinked uh-huh uh it's <laughs> did you know that did you know that I didn't, i've never hoodwinked. seen hoodwinked i know what, I know what it's about it Red Riding Hood. Fucking Weinstein like productions movie. Jesus Christ. It is Christ. a batshit insane, like horribly animated movie with like really bad humor and it's oh really, God. really good. <laughs> but it's made by Harvey <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. Continue. No, continue. Like you're not going to you're not going to um I feel like I'm not gonna say you're mm. not going to because obviously people are boycotting the stuff, but I'm not gonna boycott something uh because there was um there there is you know this like horrendous corruption going on because like you mm -hmm. said there are people that participate in these things um that have genuinely good hearts and good yeah. mindsets while working on these things like of course um you try to extract the evil from it uh mm -hmm. and make sure that you know it gets it gets reduced and and hopefully you know completely you know rid of extinct but yeah I don't know. Like that's what that's what's going on in my head right now is I'm making that connection and thinking like back to all the interviews about Weinstein. Like, okay, but comparing it also to Bill Cosby. Like, yeah, I feel like there is a reason <laughs> to not watch the Bill Cosby show because it revolved around him. Like it yeah, has yeah. a name to it. Like right. I feel like that's a situation where you would need to boycott. Now, with with what's going on in Blizzard, like, is it ever going to go away? No, probably not. But it's good that it's been exposed. But right, I carry such a like you saw how excited that I got about this yeah. video game. Like I messaged you about it. How many times <laughs> have I messaged you about a video game? Except when it's to Rarely. tell you that I still Rarely. haven't finished Red Dead Redemption Two. Like oh, but that, that one's a trek to be to be. Honest. It is. It is. It is. But okay, imagine you know tomorrow morning we wake up and rockstar games is undergoing a scandal like there are you know allegations yeah. against them you know knock on wood that there's not that you know that there's not something going on in there but right you know would we stop playing grand theft auto uh, or the makers of whoever makes call of duty now would people yeah. stop playing call of duty like people didn't stop watching david dobrik after all those things like happened Ooh. yeah so I don't know. I think yeah. it's up to the person. Obviously, we denounce everything that's that's happened with Blizzard. But I mean, comment course, yeah. on it, man. Like, I want to hear your comments on it. Like, you're asking me the question, but obviously, this is something that relates more to you than to me. Right. The, the, the way that I see it is that this is kind of like um, 
I mean, like like you were saying, like echoing the the whole Weinstein thing is that these uh, behaviors with with companies or larger entities have been occurring for so long, and now it's just kind of like being brought to light with like the Me Too movement. But now we're seeing that transition to the video game area for not yep. just like uh, working long hours or like what's it called crunch where studios don't give their people any breaks or they say they will but you'll get fired if you don't finish this project by the end of the week right and Mm -hmm. so it's not only that but it's also like discrimination towards their employees and like uh blizzard is is one of the bigger entities that is like guilty of that and so in terms of like supporting the creator right like you wouldn't want to punish the person that spent like 40 hours trying to make a like a character model right like an artist that is yeah. like working like oh hell yeah i put all my effort into this just for someone to say oh we're boycotting your game yeah. because we don't like what the company does exactly. right so there are other options for like supporting those creators so there's like charities that are out that are supporting the the content creators that that are in like different departments and yeah. at Blizzard, and yes, like you buying something does support Blizzard, the company, and the people that work on it. But it's like, you know, like you said, it, it's harder to separate. It's not as like black and white as something exactly. like Harvey Weinstein or Bill Cosby, but it do, it still leaves kind of like a sour taste. Uh, as much as we do want to enjoy it, like I do, I am glad that the conversations are happening. I think they should still happen. Yeah, yeah, it's it's ambiguous. Shit's shit's whack, and it's uncomfortable, man. But it's these uncomfortable yeah. situations yes. that give me hope for the future. Because through every uncomfortable situation, I feel like something needs to be learned. Because um, I'm sure, like, um, there's going to be more. There's going to be future incidents that that mm-hmm. come out, uh, and and hopefully, at the time that they come out, we now know how to handle them better. Right. So, um, you promised me uh, just a few minutes and we'll keep it brief. But, uh, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, it's sneaker time. So, this is where I'm going to put in the shoe podcast coming in hot. This is where I'm going to put in like the sneakers thing. I was also thinking this is a side tangent. Uh I'm also thinking video games. We'll do one for video games, we'll do one for music. Nice. Um, and yeah, like I'll do like a little jingle, like I'll find like little jingle music to play, like, Mm -hmm. um, in between the in between the categories. Okay. So like like I was saying, we're not turning this into a shoe podcast, but uh, I don't have any of them with me. And I realized that this is the podcast where we might put this up on YouTube. Um, But uh, here we go. Recent pickups. Look, my, I think back to the episode where I talked about the bacons and how I was going to take a time. Do we want a timer? Do we want a timer for this or or are we just, Oh, you know what? You know what? Time me. Time me. Go, 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 go. Okay. Yeah. How much time would you like, sir? Give me like, give me two minutes. Give me two Two minutes minutes. and and we'll wrap this stuff up. Two minutes to rock. No, no, no. Give me three minutes. Give me three minutes just in case. (laughs) Give me an adam. Just in case. Please. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Negotiations complete. Three minutes. Three minutes, please. Listener, get ready for like the the craziest shoe experience of your life. (laughs) Brought to you by Christopher Collins himself. (laughs) The clock is starting. Okay, go. I'm, my time has started. Yes, yeah. I'm over here started. wasting time. Oh, Can you okay, do a countdown? Re- Usually they do countdowns before they start a timer, man. Like it's not like, oh, hey, you know, let me just start Season it whenever three, I want to. We're, we're back at it, professional as always. <laughs> we're starting the countdown in three. Okay, two, one, go for it. It's sneaker time. Okay, 
I'm thinking back to the episode where I said that I was going to stop with the bacons and it's gotten a lot worse. Okay. Mm-hmm. For one, my son's foot is growing, which means that I get to buy him uh, more and more sneakers. Like he has a pair of new balances that are coming picture of the new balances right here. Um, boom, boom, boom. I'm super excited for those. Um, I have been exploring models outside of like, uh, or exploring new balance more particularly and going outside wow. of like the air Jordans and the Yeezys and everything. Uh, so I've got two pairs of new balance, uh, 990 V threes, which you've seen. One is a collaboration with bodega and the other yeah. is what's called version three, which is like Dad the most core. like supreme model of the sneaker right, right, right. it's awesome uh it's wonderful now oh wait, one... am i allowed to interject or, or do you have time i'm pausing time just okay to, to pause time go pause, pause time. time yes are you going to talk about how i made you feel the materials of the new balances and how beautiful they felt no i was just asking if okay. i could interject or would that count against time um, you know what i mean like i mean the, the rules of engagement because i, I like if if i am allowed to i'm going to be honest with you my only goal would be to derail the shit out of you during <laughs> your shoe segment not well, then, in a bad way but just like go go you know, go keep it paused but go no okay. keep it paused but okay. i have what two okay. minutes yeah i'm not even in seven uh, seconds okay no so don't don't start it but okay okay no no no. i haven't started don't worry you're good you still have your time okay starting in three <laughs> two one yes you made me feel the material the new balances it felt like like suede kind of uh-huh. like beautiful like, suede great yeah suede great materials great. better materials on any uh, better materials than any air jordan i have ah. yeah Ooh, ouch that's a dig. no dude right? no here's the thing right i'm realizing now which is why you know which is what i was going to go to before mm. i was so rudely de- derailed uh <laughs> was that i'm selling man like i'm selling a lot of sneakers and i kid you not like last month i made like 700 dollars, like selling Ooh. used sneakers which is crazy that people want to buy stuff that my nasty foot has been in but um i'm really heavily into kink yeah possibly man hey what they do with that is is whatever i got their money that's that's what i'm that's the value yeah that's what i'm going for um i did pick up um a pair of the off-white dunks which were raffled off how much time do i have left you have a minute left okay i got got a pair of the off-white dunks which were raffled off or which were uh granted through exclusive access and i have a pair of jordan fours um that I also got. I traded the off-white dunks. I'm going to sell the lightning fours and I'm going to sell the air Jordan ones that I have coming to me that I traded my dunks for. And, and I think that's, I think that's it, man. I'm going to put pictures seconds to talk about shoes. Ah, nah, dude, I don't don't need 45 seconds. I think that's it. Um, if I could hone in on any last message, it would be, um, buy sneakers that you feel comfortable in. Um, I know that walking around and circling back to the very beginning of this podcast i think the greatest transition has been us returning to school and i'm realizing how uncomfortable jordans are like my kids know me as the teacher with the sick kicks like we were playing taboo in class and the word was teacher and i hear one of the kids go this or what he, he said um this man has the greatest sneaker collection at all of you know our campus and uh, his friend looks at him and goes, Mr. Collins. And he goes, Mr. Collins is a what hey. he goes, teacher. And I was like, dang, like that's, Dang. that's intense. But also I, I've never played taboo. 
dude, it's it's really fun. So they yeah. well, we we were playing taboo to teach thesis statements. So, so oh, look at these. Sick, sick. Uh, I think oh. that you should use my last, you know, 45 seconds to oh, talk about uh, these new vans that you have, which I didn't yeah. I couldn't even tell were vans. I got some sick ass vans. Yeah, super quick. They're like, I don't even know what you call them. Vans green. It looks suede? like you got some different materials on there. You yeah, got some yeah, suede. Yeah. You got some, some leather action. Got some whatever that is. And it's like super cushiony and soft. It's sick, man. I was like, I hate vans because they make my feet die but yeah. these are comfy and they don't so that is my well i know i know that vans has changed the uh the material that they use right in, from dead uh, animals to like actual nice stuff actual live animals that's what i thought you were gonna say <laughs> no 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 like like i don't know what they used before like cardboard but like it just no. wasn't nice like i remember it, like a decade ago trying on like just a regular pair of vans and it just yeah. like hurting just the like little hops that i did and i was like this is garbage and just no like, they've they've updated their um they've updated the material that they use because i know that they um it was the it was the stuff in the in the midsole yeah i don't know what they use now but they released some of their original sneakers uh mm -hmm. with like this more comfortable material like yeah, people I, are saying I got one of those yeah yeah you you must have if if it doesn't feel like you're walking on nails after like Hold four on. hours christopher did you just trick me into talking more about shoes i did is man. that what just happened Welcome. That's you a got gift. more time okay that is all for, hey. for the, the intro premiere to season three <laughs> <laughs> this this could have gone a lot worse for us not having potted in like two and a half months i think or three right. months i lost yeah. track uh this could have been could have been a hell of a lot worse but um yeah but it was a good time and, and thank you was. listener for staying along for the ride with the what 500 listens dude i think Much we're at 511 or something it's crazy 511 that's like a brand right military stuff like dad rock? i know i don't, I don't know. know dude but rock yeah it's like not butt rock but like you tactical dad <laughs> like i guess uh oakley shades right sure. old spice cologne anyway so thank you once again for <laughs> filling your input on all of the social medias that we've been keeping up to date with the daily posts the, absolutely the <laughs> absolutely our our fan fridays where we shout we will one get of back you out. at it we are we're, we're coming back we're there coming back uh full strength the interviews are coming back as well we know that the last few pods have just been uh vicente and myself but as we mentioned before the pod interviewing uh during this time can be really tricky our interviews have to be carefully scheduled It'd be rough but we yeah. do have some interviews to in the pipeline. Everyone's, but yeah. Yeah, we have some interviews mm -hmm. in the pipeline. We got some uh, really cool stuff coming out. And um, yeah, we hope you uh, enjoy the new intro. We hope you enjoy the rest of season three. Thank you for kicking it with us. Like Vicente said, we've been the local lingual podcast. We appreciate you and love you, even if you're not ready to love again, you know, <laughs> in time. Any maybe time, maybe go time. listen to certified lover boy maybe in that case listen to certified oh, lover boy no, and no. the lyric we, what like i'm i'm a lesbian <laughs> and, and you too or me too something like that that's straight garbage never mind i i hate certified lover boy donda forever we are out we out uh here <laughs>